Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Nez back again. ESP. 31 Days of Horror. Can't remember what day this was, but here we go. Um, this is a film that I had seen when I was five years old. Uh, my parents took my brother and I to go see this. I had no idea what it was and no idea who the main character was. And this is 1976 uh, John Gullerman. I think that's uh, how you say the director's name. Uh, King Kong. Journey to an exotic land and discover one of the world's biggest screen legends and Jessica Lange. It's the spectacular remake of the 1933 classic. Listen, there is a girl out there who might be running for her life from some gigantic turned-on ape. A non-stop action adventure and Oscar winner for best special effects. It's all set, Jack. Coast-to-coast -to -coast tour. We open in New York. Lights, cameras, Kong. Jeff Bridges, Jessica Lange, and Charles Grodin star in King Kong. That's Jeff Bridges, Jessica Lange. Um, the hell is that other guy's name? Charles Grodin, bunch of other people. Uh, yes, you guys wouldn't consider this a horror film. Uh, but if you go on IMDb, it says adventure horror. So, yeah, okay. And, and you know me. Yes, I go, that ain't a horror film. But when I was five years old, this movie scared me, uh, not knowing what King, who King Kong was or what this movie was about. Uh, I remember really sitting there holding my mom's hand, watching this big giant ape on screen uh, destroy things and, and all that. But okay, when a research ship is sent to explore an island thought to be rich in oil, paleontologist Jack Prescott, Jeff Bridges, sneaks aboard having heard strange rumors about the island. En route, the crew rescues Dwan, Jessica Lang. Oh, I love Jessica Lang. Uh, the sole survivor of a shipwreck. When they arrive, they find native people living in fear of a monster called Kong. The natives kidnap Dwan and sacrifice her to what turns out to be an enormous ape. Dwan is eventually rescued and the ape captured for a gala exhibit. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the whole film. But, uh, what this film was, was to me as a little five-year-old sitting there in a the theater, uh, I actually seen this at the, uh, MB mall, uh, MacArthur Broadway mall, which is no longer there, uh, in Oakland, California on MacArthur across the street from, uh, Kaiser, uh, the hospital. Um, I, I know I've seen other movies there, but King Kong is the only one I really remember because it was a, a big event uh, when this film came out. Uh, I believe the other one was back in um, 1930s. Uh, I think that's when that one was. But um, yeah, man, so we went and seen this film and I'm watching it like, oh my God, man, what's what's happening? I mean, I know right at the beginning, in the beginning of the film, uh, you got the crew, they're all loading up. I believe they were somewhere in the middle, not Middle East, in the Southeast somewhere, uh, loading up on the boat. And this is when we get Jeff Bridger's character, Jack Prescott. He sneaks onto the boat 
uh, like I said in the little uh, synopsis, that he heard rumors about uh, things going on on this island. I believe it was Skull Island, but they never really call it that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So he gets there. Uh, he They start. Um, Charles Groden is a guy that's running uh, or was one of the representatives for, I think it's, um, oh, man, what the hell was their oil company called? Uh, Petron or something like that. Uh, oil. So that's what they're going there for. They're going to this island because they, they know about it. Uh, it was just a bunch of pictures uh, that they found. I guess it was a, a NASA satellite that found this um, this island, and uh, so they're like, we, they they were kind of doing research and knowing that there there might be oil on there because that's what they're looking for. So that's the main reason that the ship is going there. But Jack, uh, he jumps on. Like I said, he's the paleontologist. I think I'm saying that right, and uh, he wants to go on there because he's heard about things about this island. So he gets there, he when they're when they're explaining what, what their um uh what their mission is, uh the guy the, the oil guys, what their mission is about this. This is when Jack kind of jumps in and says, Hey, um there's things that are going on on this island that we don't know about, but things are mainly like just legends. So he's uh kind of telling them that and then they kind of realize hey you're not part of our crew and then he that they just basically slap him on the wrist and you know what since you're a photographer you need to come along with us and uh take pictures of our whole uh exploration so expedition that's all right <clears throat> it's early in the morning so uh this is then also along the way they uh they they do give the the radio the um the bridge i believe that's what it's called i don't know i don't ride boats much but um, they hear a uh, a mayday signal talking about a, a shipwreck, a boat flipped over or something. So they don't really pay no attention to that because like ah whatever Coast Guard can deal with it. But along the way, they kind of find uh, Dwan, Jessica Lange's character. Um, Jack is the one that spots her. He's like, hey, there's something out there in the water, and they look and they see, and she's in this uh, life raft. So she doesn't know what's really going on. She's kind of just explaining she was out partying. Uh, with all these uh, big-time directors, I believe, and then the boat sank, and she's the only one that survived. So they said, well, we can't take you home just yet. you got to come with us, and then uh, once we're done there, we'll we'll take you back uh, home. So she's like, all right. So she's just going along for the ride. Uh, they get to Skull Island. Well, you know it's Skull Island, but then, like I said, they don't say it. So they get there, and they're kind of like exploring, don't really know what's going on. Or, or what's there yet they're just saying yeah just kind of search like the oil company man they're just searching for for oil so they get there they find that they're thinking that there's nobody on this island and uh there's um they've come across this big giant wall because this island is way out in the middle of nowhere so they're just thinking nobody's there um let me backtrack a little bit the island is actually surrounded by a big uh uh, like a mist bank, like all the way around. Like you can't even see. All you see is is these white clouds, the mist around the island. So, but when they punk, when they go through it, that's when they figure that there is an island. But they know there's one there because of the satellite pictures. So, okay, on the island, walking around. I think it was shot in Hawaii, I believe. So they're there, and then they come across this big giant wall because, well, first they're walking along, saying that there's. There's nobody on this island. There's probably like for jillions of years, no one's ever lived here. Then all of a sudden, they start hearing like uh, drums, so they're not sure what's going on. 
And uh, they see, no, 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 I'm sorry. Let me backtrack a little bit. Uh, they come across this big giant wall and they're thinking, man, this has probably been here for centuries and nobody lives here anymore. Uh, and then they hear the drums. So they're like, oh, man, what's going on? And this is the part that I thought was they never really explained, but the, eh, I'm sure they're not going to explain it ever. But uh, the, the, the wall surrounds their little, uh, I guess, their little village, the, the, the natives' little village around it. But when these guys happen to find a spot where the rocks just go, right, I assume right over the top of the over the wall, and I'm thinking, I know, you know, this wall is there to keep out uh, something huge. I mean, at that time, as as little five year old Nez watching this, I'm like, whoa, are they? What are they trying to keep out? Well, you know, you, when you're walking in a theater, you see a big King Kong ape standing on top of the World Trade Center. And I'll get to that in a second. I love this this uh, the artwork for the poster, but yeah. Anyway, so and I'm even at five years old. I'm thinking, well, why can't the the ape just step over where they're walking? But I don't know because they don't show them climbing over the wall or anything. So they get there. They see the natives. The natives are doing their uh, the rituals. Um, they believe they're setting up for the sacrifice. So. Uh, one of the natives, which I think he looks awesome, and I wish they would make um, a little uh, a figure of him. Uh, I've seen figures of Kong, which I do want one. Uh, the old school one, the 76 one, and even, um, what's his name? It's the guy that did Lord of the Rings and all those guys. No, was it he? Yeah, the Lord of the Rings director that did that King Kong. Anyway, so, but the, the guy, he's kind of, I don't know what that is, if it's straw or something, but he made it all brown looking, and he's got a, a wood mask uh, that looks like the like an ape face. So I always thought that character in this looks pretty awesome. So he's dancing around, and everyone, the drums are playing, everyone's doing their thing, and that's when he notices uh, that these uh, people are up, these white people are <laughs> up on the on the hill. So he kind of go up, to, talks to them. They all kind of stop what they're doing, and he's like, going back and forth with them and they're, they're not really they're not too sure they're speaking their native language and, they, and these guys have no idea what they're saying but they kind of figure out so jack prescott he kind of figures out that they want they want Dwan, uh jessica lang and they're like no you can't do that so uh they get the hell out of there but before all this really happened um we know that they're the oil guys they're looking for oil and they do find oil in this village could you see these hot uh boiling pits of it so they take off, or they see it, and they say, well, that's what we're after. So um, they took samples, I believe, and then they all go back to the boat, and then they, um, no, I'm sorry. They didn't take samples yet. But anyway, I'm just trying to zip through this, so I don't want to make this very long for you guys. But anyway, because you guys, I'm sure you guys have all seen this already, but I love just talking about this film. I just watched it last last night. Um, it was on IFC, so I don't know if they can play it again, but yeah, check it out. Oh, so anyway, so they were like, you know what? Let's get the hell out of here. They go back to the boat, and uh, Jack is like, I need to go back to that island. I need to to really see if these legends are true. So he's kind of like gearing up for his own expedition to go back over there. And uh, because, but the oil guys are like, Nah, man, you can't go back there. Well, I don't, I don't know what they just want the oil. So Jessica Lang is kind of hanging out, which okay, she, she just wanted to be alone. So she's hanging out on this little pier. Uh, that that's um, it's like a little uh, staircase that goes down, and there's a little pier off off the side of the boat, 
and she's just sitting there hanging out. She talks to Jack, and Jack's like, you know what? Let's let's go back up to your place and make out. So she's like, all right. Uh, but he goes and uh, he takes off again. And this is when you see the the silent the, the natives come swooping in silently in their canoe, and they grab her. And then they, when she wakes up, she's all done up in her little fancy regalia for the sacrifice. And everyone, the drums are going and everything. And then they grab her. They stick her on this little mount out on the other side of the wall. And um, I think they, they must have drugged her up or something because she acted like she didn't know what was happening. So they tie her up to this thing. And then all of a sudden you see the the trees moving, which I love in these in these old effects, man. Um you just see the trees moving, and when I'm sitting there watching this and you're thinking that I'm sure either giant machines or just people holding ropes just pushing, pulling on these trees so they look like they're moving. And then all this, this is when we first see the first image of Kong. Well, mainly just his eyes. You see that he's walking through the trees. Um, and then once he comes through, we find the camera pulls back. Duan sees Kong for the first time as well as the audience. We finally see this big giant ape, uh, which I love. I mean, yes, it's uh, these are the days of when they have giant monsters. People are inside the apes. Uh, the ape was actually played by um, special effects master Rick Baker, um, which I had just found out <laughs> while I was doing some research search on this. Uh, you guys know Rick, Rick Baker. He did stuff for the Howling I talked about earlier, and he did um, American Werewolf in London. So. I mean, that, that was cool, man. I mean, you, you I'm sure he just wanted to do it. And I'm, I, who knows? Maybe he was a part of all the special effects uh, that are, were in this film as well. But um, it was cool, man. I loved how uh, Kong looked. He, he looked uh, scary to me uh, as a little kid, and, and I really loved Because, I mean, when I'm watching this, I'm thinking, wow, it's a big, giant ape. But, I mean, what I loved about this, uh, the the creature of, I mean, the Kong is, is his facial like everything moved when his his brow went down when he was mad when he looked happy when he was kind of giggling around, um, his, and the teeth inside his mouth I thought that looked really awesome and it was really scary, um, but back in '76 when I'm first seeing this man I'm it's like scaring the hell out of me like this is this giant monster ape, um, and there's another part that really scared me uh, and I'll get to that in a second but just how the ape looked, how Kong looked. I just thought he looked awesome. He didn't really walk like a, an ape. You see when they're kind of hunched over and, and, and kind of like just really bouncy, he was just kind of like walking like it was nothing. But he did kind of go off side to side. I'm sure he did watch. Uh, the, well, I'm sure there wasn't videos, but the <laughs> reels of, of ape uh, movement. But I always loved how it looked, especially the, the mouth. When he opens his mouth and roars, the, the big giant teeth and it didn't look like uh just a mask on somebody um so yeah he grabs her takes her off and then this is when the whole adventure begins jack realizes that that the natives did steal duan because when he goes back to see that little pier he sees um uh i believe it's somebody's necklace or something it's a bunch of teeth so he goes tells the crew look we got to go back there so they all rush over there by the time they get there kong is already long gone and and all the natives are partying so they're like, hey man he's gone let's go so they start lighting up the sky with um with flare guns and then they just start shooting in the air all the natives go run for cover they run down they open up the the gate 
and then they go through and they're like, what the hell is that? And they're not too sure what just happened. Um, Jack is kind of pretty sure like it's something huge and um, the, the rest of the crew isn't really believing it yet until they actually see him. But so the adventure begins of them trying to rescue Dwan uh, through it. So, but I mean, all this was really cool. I mean, I, I loved every minute of it and I, I still love it today. Out of all the King Kong films they made, they made another one after this called King Kong Lives, which I thought was a horrible film. Uh, I seen it once when it came out on the theater and I just never really went back to it again. I just, yeah, I, I didn't like it. Um, so, I mean, they finally, they, they rescued Juan. Uh, well, this is the part that scared me when I was little. There's a scene where the Kong is just kind of walking along, hanging out, and he goes to the spot that he loves to go because there's these two big rocks, uh, kind of like uh, the twin t- look, look like the twin t- towers. So we we'll get to that in a second. And there's a moonlight and everything, and so he's just kind of hanging out. Then this big giant snake comes and um, wraps itself around Kong, and he's wrestling around, roaring and fighting. And then I thought this was awesome. This is when Jack kind of gets up to, to Dwan and grabs her, says, come on, we got to go. So they take off, and Kong is so mad because he's just, like, hey, man, this guy's stealing my girl. So he grabs the the mouth, uh, the, the top and the lower part of, of the mouth of the snake and then just pulls and just, like, ripped it down, uh, just down the center. just and, and back then, and it still looks pretty gory now, the blood didn't shoot out everywhere. But I just thought that was awesome. But that part scared me when I was a little kid. Um, yes, it looks totally fake, and it just looks like a rub, big giant rubber snake. But man, it was awesome, and, and it's still an awesome effect. I, I loved uh, what they did there, man. This is back in the all all or nothing days, the practical effects uh, of what they did in this film. So, and I, I really what I really loved was the. Um, when they show, when they, sh- you know how they do this when they they add things to the frame, especially when there's a big giant uh, ape in the screen, and they have Jessica Lang running along. Um, basically, she just run into nothing, and then they add the background. I and mean, there's a a ton of that throughout this film. Um, but the things that I really loved with the practical effects part is when Kong's arm would come down and pick up Jessica Lang. You, you we all know that it's a big animatronic arm. And I just, I loved how they did that. I thought that looked cool. So they eventually, like, they get, they get, rescue her, get out of there. But then they realize that there's this big giant ape. I mean, a lot of other, I'm just kind of skimming over it. A lot of other things happen on the island. But uh, when they do realize that the oil, that they, the oil that they see is there, they find out that it's not ready. And they're like, well, it'll it will be good oil. I'm like, let it cool, let it cook for about another ten thousand years. And they're like, well, fuck, uh, I can't go back to New York with nothing without with nothing. So um, Charles Grodin's character is like, you know what? I'm bringing something back big. And they his idea was to uh, just capture Kong and take him back to New York, and him he he'll be the big big shot. So that's the next mission is try to catch Kong. So, but they eventually do. They ended up. Uh, catching him, knocking him out with uh, some kind of sleeping gas. I can't remember what they called it. Um, so uh, they get him. They capture him. I don't know how they got him off the island, first of all. That was something that still bugs me today because <laughs> uh, they had to travel to get and climb mountains to get to where this village was, Like, and unless they had helicopters or something on the ship. Uh, but, okay, I assume that's what they did because the the boat that they were on isn't what they – brought kong back on they there was this big giant tanker that, that showed up 
And I assume maybe that had helicopters and, and that's how they got him off the island. So they take him to New York. They have him all caged up and everything. They're going to basically do this whole big ritual that they had seen again for, for the audience. Um, but that doesn't work out. Kong breaks out of it. This is, it bugged me then when I was little, but then it, it still kind of bugged me now. Um, on how Kong looked. I mean, I, I understand um, you can't just get a big giant ape and everything, but I mean, especially with today's with the with CGI and everything, you can make it look awesome. But I mean, I still get I still give it to these guys. I remember like the first time I had seen this, I was like, damn, that looks so fake. But I can appreciate it now. I mean, I'm, I'm much older. And it's it's weird though, when when you when the when they show camera shots uh, of Kong with the the actual live action with people in it, it's a big huge giant. I I don't even I couldn't even tell you how big uh this uh big kong they made i i because i'm looking at pictures right now it looks it looks pretty big i i can't judge how how big and giant it is but kong looked uh he looked weird because he was all he it had no expression i mean he's supposed to be looking uh mean and everything but he's just standing there all stiff and it just doesn't look good but hey that's what 1976 actually probably 75 when they made this but i mean it just it he had no i don't know it just didn't have a soul but because it went back and forth from from the big giant uh ape that they made plus the actual rick baker in a suit in this cage which i thought was was cool how they put a big giant uh, uh crown on his head and that's probably where king kong came from so but uh, that whole scene just makes me laugh every time I see it, um, because he's chained up. He's got both hands uh, cuffed. Uh, his 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 feet are in this huge giant cage around the first fall. Like, how the hell did you get him in that thing? But anyway, uh, so he ends up breaking out, which I think is cool. When it's actually Rick Break Baker in there tearing out tearing the chains off it and and breaking through the cage, uh, that looks cool. But when they show the actual big giant uh, model or whatever robot Kong that they made. It just, it's like moving super slow and it looks all stupid, but uh, I still love it for what it is, man. And you do, you do what you do uh, when you make these films. Um, I couldn't tell you how much it costs uh, to make this film. Uh, let me see. Okay. The budget was 24 million um let me see i need to do a couple little clicks here all right uh okay they spent uh the budget was 24 million but they spent 23 million i guess they had some change uh left over and they they made more than enough this box office 90.6 million but then there's another thing that says or 74.9 million even still it, it was it was a big hit uh it made more than its money back so um so yeah so he ends up breaking out and uh he, he just terrorizes uh new york i believe they were in brooklyn because then he crosses over into manhattan and this is when we get the uh the the big scene of uh, kind of jack kind of figures it out that he is headed to uh the world trade center so uh he's like yeah man i know where he's going he's going to somewhere that's uh, familiar to him like i mentioned earlier with the two rocks that look like uh two twin towers and the moon so uh 
okay, I assume that that's where uh, they assume just that's where he was going, and that's where he does end up going. Um, back to now, now on to the poster uh, of this of this film. Uh, I love it. It's an awesome picture um, of King Kong standing on top of uh, the World Trade Center. Um, awesome little uh, scenic view of New York in the back. You got Kong standing there. He's holding Dwan. You got helicopters and jets flying over him. Uh, I don't know what he's holding in his other hand. I was always, even back in 76 when I seen this, I'm like, What's he holding? It looks like a rocket or uh, or a giant ship. There's other other uh, variants of this poster where there's one where he is holding one of the jets, um, but it was mainly just helicopters that came flying over uh, that try to take him out. But you see Kong uh, standing on top of uh, both of the World Trade Centers. You got one foot on one building and the other foot on the other. Um, that it looks cool. It's an amazing picture. Um, I love the artwork, but when you see the film, if you guys have never seen this film, yeah, you're in for a treat. <laughs> but when uh, he he's cl- he climbs up one, uh, he I, I don't know which tower it was, but it was the tower that has the um the uh, ab- observation platforms on the top. He starts off on that one, and then uh, some soldiers come up, which I thought was stupid. Uh, because they come up uh, on the window cleaning uh, rig, they, the eleva- little elevator rig. They come up on that guy's uh, army guys with with flamethrowers. I'm like, why are you doing that? Why couldn't you just get in the elevators of the building and then just go up and then come through the door? But I didn't make the film. Uh, so they climb over and they, they start shooting uh, flames at Kong, kind of cinches his fur. He gets scared, runs, and then leaps over to the next building so back to the poster kong is not that big to where he can just step back and forth over the but again i love this picture it's awesome dvd cover um i don't think this is on blu-ray here in america i know there's some uh imports that you can get Uh, i'll probably pick one of those up but i don't know every time i buy one of these imports then it comes out in america but anyway i'll probably just rebuy it i love this film so he's up there fighting the, the helicopters and everything, which I think was awesome. I loved it. But then you, you see it now. It just it totally looks fake. But uh, I thought the special effects of, of when the, the helicopters start shooting at Kong, you see the, the, the shooting Gatling guns at him that are on, on the side of the, the Huey helicopters and just chunks of skin are just and fur and everything are, are flying off Kong. He's screaming. This, this was actually kind of a sad scene. Um, because Dwan is like, pick me up. They won't shoot you if I, if you're holding me. And she's just begging and pe- pleading, but he keeps pushing her away. And the bullets are just riddling Kong. He gets hit in the face and the side of the head a few times, in the chest, his arm. He's just a big bloody mess, and he finally just can't take it, and he falls down. But what, what was awesome is he does take out some of the helicopters. Um, but then if you go back to the original one, I loved how those – uh the 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 stop animation uh, claymation or whatever you want to say of kong when he's on top of the empire state building and you see uh those old school um airplanes coming in and shooting at him and how he grabs the the planes out of the sky and everything i just i love that uh that effect uh of the original one and uh, peter jackson that was one uh his that that was awesome cuz it's all total cgi but it was still an awesome uh, scene at the end of that one but I, I really love this one uh 
because this to me this was my kong uh, it was in, in my lifetime or when they made this film and um and my first introduction to to king kong so i thought it was cool but but it was so sad though because when he was there he's laying on top of a uh, of one of the towers and then he just rolls off and you just hear this and then the camera goes down there and you see kong laying there on his back you hear his heart beating and he's basically dead and he just dies but it, it was so sad because she's duan is just crying and uh jack is like all pissed because he was yelling at, at the at the soldiers when the, when they were shooting at him and everything so i mean it was it was an emotional emotional ending and and i loved it and it was just an amazing film to me i can watch it today here in 2019 and still like enjoy every second of this film i laugh at, at a lot of it now and but it was it's still an amazing uh, achievement in filmmaking especially for for the late 70s mid 70s uh, of making this film um like uh I, I was talking about it on facebook ricky morgan he said this was his favorite kong and and that's it's mine too as well i mean there's many different variant covers uh, of dvds for this i got the one with uh, the actual movie poster on it and um but yeah i mean that that's king kong that's my king kong 1976 uh another thing really quick which which was awesome about this other than all the the practical effects and the awesome performance by rick baker as kong um it was my introduction to jess jess Kalang as well as jeff bridges and we know where their career goes uh from here just went all shot all the way up uh with both of them so i, I really loved uh that it's a, a young jessica lang she, she's beautiful then she's still beautiful now jeff bridges is just a, a young version of the dude in this because he's got the the long hair still and everything but uh yeah man th this film is awesome and it does take me back a time to being a little kid where my mom and dad took us to see this going into the theater and seeing those big giant uh uh you go to the theaters now those big huge Car cardboard displays there was that of, of kong in there i remember getting a uh getting a soda and it came in a little uh kids king kong cup i thought that was cool they really went for it with the merchandise uh with this i mean it, king kong was on like on towels and i mean or beach towels and cups and uh bowls and plates and stuff like that um but yeah i really loved what they did with this and it's it's an amazing film paramount really hit it out of the park with this um, I know you go to Universal and you see Kong. I don't know if he's still there anymore. I know that they had that when you drove through uh, the tram ride, you went through. Oh, no, it's gone. They they took that out and they added that big 3D-looking thing. Or not 3D, like that big round room where I think it was in 3D. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, King Kong. Yeah, King Kong lives. Uh, I remember we went and saw it, and I was thinking, how the hell did he survive? He just fell off big giant building and and died. But, Spoiler alert, they put in a, I can't remember if they killed him or not. I saw it once and I just hated it. But they made, made gave him a heart transplant. They made this big giant heart thing for him, or big fake heart, and pulled out his old one and stuck in a new one. And then he came back to life and uh, all hell breaks loose all over again. I remember Linda, Linda Hamilton was in that. Um, I don't remember who else was. Uh uh, I'm falling down this rabbit hole. Let me just see um, who else is in this. Uh, Linda, Linda Hamilton is the only one I remember. 
okay, King Kong Lives. That came out in 1986. Jeez, 10 years later. Um, Kong fails or Kong falls from the Twin Towers and appears to be alive. However, his heart is failing. He was dead. Anyway, uh, so it's replaced with an artificial one. All is well until uh, until he senses that there is a female Kong somewhere out there and he escapes wreaking havoc. Okay. Uh, well, Peter Elliott was King Kong, uh, the guy in it. Um, George and Tony was Lady Kong. All right. Uh, stars Linda, Linda Hamilton and Brian Kerwin. Uh, I don't even know who Brian Kerwin is. Someone's probably yelling at me like, how do you not know who he is? I, I need to see his face. Ah, okay. I've seen him in other things, but all right. Um, yeah, uh, this movie was horrible. I, uh, I mean, it still looked like, uh, Kong, but he, they just did, uh, uh, some updates to him. I mean, it's still a dude in a suit, but he just doesn't look like the Kong that I remember from 1976. But anyway, it's an awesome film. Not King Kong lives, uh, King Kong, 1976. I've gone way over than I should have been, but uh, I love this film, and it's an amazing film. Yes, it's not a horror film, but if you go on IMDb, they say adventure horror. But to me, as a little boy and five years old in 76, it scared me seeing this big giant ape on the screen and wondering, is there giant apes out there? So, And I still wonder that. Who knows? We never. We, there's things we might not have seen somewhere. Maybe they're hiding. But anyway, everyone, that's it. I'm out of here. I'll be back uh, tomorrow something else. Peace.